hello and welcome to a new episode of the Birkbeck Futures podcast from your careers, enterprise and employability team here at Birkbeck University. I'm Lucy Robinson, your employability consultant for business and enterprise. In this new series of the podcast, we'll be chatting with top UK entrepreneurs and industry leaders about UK business, startups and self-employment. In this episode on Giggle and Keeping Productive, I'm delighted to welcome Dan Hudson, founder and CEO of Giggle. Welcome, Dan. Hello, Lucy. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good thank you. I think uh, very thank you so much for, for your email and your, your professional layout of the, uh, of the podcast already. <laughs> very well organised. Got to stay organised, <laughs> even if working from home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for having me. I very much appreciate it. And hello to everyone on, who's listening in. So hello. Happy Tuesday. Yes, happy Tuesday everyone. Not sure what day this will be published, but it's Tuesday right now, so happy Tuesday. Um, please could you tell us a little bit about yourself first, Dan? Um, yeah, uh, I, so my name is Dan Hudson. I am the CEO and founder of a tech startup called Giggle. Um, and Giggle is a video-based um, mobile hiring platform that basically specializes in jobs you know very much focused around student jobs entry-level jobs and what we do is we get rid of the need for a cv and we and we run everything through video so, so that's kind of what giggle is briefly my background um i have about 15 years experience in hr people management and recruitment so i'm very much kind of a subject matter expert in the space um and in my spare time i'm sport mad I play lots of rugby, I do triathlons and marathons and generally run around and try and be active and, and a bit of a sporty spice. I imagine it's been quite hard being cooped up a bit in quarantine then. Yeah, I'm also turning into an amateur baker right now. So uh, I, made, I made a lemon cake, I made an absolutely del delightful lemon cake yesterday, um, which myself and my flatmate are, are busy nibbling through at the moment. So uh, yeah. Perfect. So how did you kind of transfer from working professionally in HR and recruitment and then moving to translating that into a startup? Um, yeah, great question. Um, so my last job before I basically went full time on Giggle, I was the global head of recruitment for an investment bank. Um, so I literally oversaw the hiring of thousands of people a year. Um, very corporate world, very structured world. Um, you know, it was it, it interesting, and, and I think I got a, I did, I, had, I enjoyed my time. But I think deep down, I knew that I was always going to be an entrepreneur. Um, ever since I can remember, I always had like a. When I was at school, I had a side hustle. You know, you could have bought your pens in, in Dan's stationery shop. I had a little tuck shop going for a bit as well. Um, so, you know, it's always been, I think, in my blood and I think, you know, maybe this, that's the situation for lots of your students as well. Um, so I, I think for me, look, the, the, the transition was very different, moving from a, a solid income um, into a very, I guess, risky or slightly different world without any guarantees. Um, but I think ultimately, I think the two things are for me is, you know, what really made me tick, you know, did I want to go to work every day, you know, not really loving what I did. Um, so that was number one. And I think ultimately, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. 
so my my personal thoughts are who do I want to be where do I want to go in life and you know I, I really feel that I can only get there through business and through being an entrepreneur um what I would also say now I'm a CEO and I've got my own startup um being an entrepreneur doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a startup um I, I love people that are really free thinking and free spirited and we've got a couple of our interns who are amazing and think like entrepreneurs. Um, so, you know, even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur or take the risk, it doesn't mean you, you know, starting your own company, it doesn't mean you can't be an entrepreneur in whatever role you move into. And any company worth its, you know, worth its salt will love you if you're an entrepreneur and if you think creatively and if you bring opportunities to them. And if they don't, go and find someone who does love you because you're in the wrong company. So you're kind of suggesting that really being entrepreneurially minded is something you can translate into, you know, most workplaces and most job roles. Yes. Yeah, very much so. Um, you know, I think there's, there's, a, there's a balance between, you know, the entrepreneurial minded and, and those and, and getting it done. Um, you know, but yes, I, I think ultimately business is business and being creative, thinking, quickly thinking where the opportunities are also questioning you know questioning what's already there questioning how things are done can we do it better you know that's that's all part of being an entrepreneur being that inquisitive person and, and for me that's that's absolutely fundamental so you know if a company doesn't like you to be inquisitive then you know then they're then they're kodak you know, who, who buys Kodak cameras anymore or their, their Nokia, who buys Nokia phones anymore um, or, or their blockbusters. You know, the reality is other companies out there will be thinking, you know, how do we do things differently? How do we do things better? And, and that's where, if you're an entrepreneurial mindset, you will find a fit in a company that absolutely loves you and you'll love working there. Definitely. Because I know you work with quite a lot of I mean, you, you work with some really impressive big names at Giggle who use your platform to hire, but you also work with quite a lot of small and medium-sized companies as well, don't you? Do you find that they're looking for quite creative, ambitious people? Um, yes, I think early stage startups, they, they tend to, the, the founders tend to hire people that they get on with and therefore they frequently, their first three or four or five hires will always be people that are entrepreneurial minded. Um, and and they often those people then often end up with share elements in the company as well. So you don't have to start the company to be the entrepreneur or be an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I, you just touched upon. You know, yes, we do work with some really big and really interesting names, and and even now I've got you know some really interesting conversations. I have a conversation tomorrow with uh, HelloFresh um, to talk about their hiring activities. Um, there's, you know, we'll have a conversation with a global ski company about their 2021 hiring activities this afternoon. Um, but we also, in, we're in Google's incubator program. So we go to work in Google's offices. I speak when we're, when Google's offices are open, uh, I speak to, you know, 20, 30 different startups a day. So yeah, very, very much so. And I think, you know, that's one of the good things about what we're doing. There's, we're creating an environment where there's jobs, all types of jobs for all types of different people. If you want a weekend job to earn some extra money or you want an internship to develop your skills, um, 
you know, the proofs in the pudding, we've hired two interns today that we posted on the platform ourselves. Um, two tech developers, they're gonna join us full-time over the summer, and then they'll go part-time when they return to their studies um, next year, so, sorry, in, uh, in September. Um, so, yeah, Giggle uses Giggle, if that's, uh, <laughs> you know, I use my own product. That's pretty much the best accreditation a product can get in my opinion. <laughs> you, know, you really do put your money where your mouth is in that respect. And how have you found it being the, not just the CEO, but the founder of a tech company whilst not being from a tech background yourself? How have you navigated that? Um, that's, that's an awesome question because I suspect that quite a few people on the, uh, listening to this podcast may well have that, that situation themselves. I'm not going to hide it. It's hard. Um, it's the, the, God, what a question. What a bloody question. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it, it's hard. It's, it's tough work. Um, I would say that um, one of my jobs is to juggle 20 different balls in the air. 19 of them I understand inside out. One of them I don't understand very well. Um, so my job is to understand it very well or, or try and expand my knowledge and understand it. Um, and two, bring someone in who does understand it and can also understand me and what I'm trying to achieve. Um, so, you know, this is a massive challenge, bringing in the right skill sets that work with you um and especially from a development perspective a tech development perspective they're very different personalities very different types of people um you know it's not always been plain sailing um we would possibly be a year ahead of our progress from where we are right now had we had those solutions in in place um from the outset um you know, which says something for itself. We're going very, very fast. Um, but, you know, I think we could be a year ahead of our current progress had we nailed the tech piece early on. Um, however, it's not a loss. It's just merely a learning opportunity. And now everything I, I've spent my entire morning since 7 a.m., so whatever that is, the last seven, seven hours, purely focusing on our tech development framework, you know, the two interns we've just hired are going to fit into that framework. Um, we're looking at our testing. We're looking at the timeframes behind the developments, behind builds. So to cut a long story back and answer the question, tech is a headache, accept it's a headache, appreciate it's a headache, and make sure you find the right person that's going to help and come on that journey with you. Absolutely. I think investing in, you know, not just investing in the people in terms of hiring them and you know paying them appropriately for their time and everything but investing the time to know exactly what you need in a tech person is kind of similar to getting the right financial advice or the right strategy advice exactly and and you know the the dream is you find the tech person that appreciates that they want us to be in a startup but they're not the entrepreneur and they're not the marketing person and, and therefore that that comes at the really good it's a really good partnership or even a marriage to be honest you know coming together like that is the absolute ideal um where each appreciates each other's strengths and weaknesses um you know and and i'll be honest i think that's where we're getting to now 
Um, but it's not always been plain sailing. I can imagine. So what are some of the biggest challenges you've faced to get to this point with Giggle? Not just in terms of tech and, you know, your team, but really what are some of the biggest challenges you've had to overcome? Um, okay, we, we've, we've already spoken about tech. Um, so, you know, away from hiring the right tech person. Um, the, the, the other thing about tech is d developers frequently want to um, build the best product. They're, they're very, very clever. They want to build the best product that they believe will work for everyone. Um, wrestling the product or, or an app out of their hands to put into the market is, is a challenge. Um, so I think one of my big challenges has been doing that. You know, ultimately, um, the week before last, we've just gone through 10,000 downloads. Um, in the last month, I think our highest position has been number 71 in the app store. Um, <clears throat> we would not have any of that had I not been able to wrestle the app out of the developer's hands because I'd still be trying to develop the most amazing product. Um, the reality is you can only, you might be able to develop the amazing concept. You can only build an amazing product if you test, if you put it in the public's hands. So um and and then get amazing feedback and also make sure you thank everyone for their feedback and i make a point of you know everyone that emails or puts feedback in the app store and the play store i make sure <clears throat> sorry i make sure i reach out and thank them and tell them that we're, we're taking it on and we're putting it into our development program because they might think you know they're complaining or or or, or whinging about the, the app but for me it's like it's perfect it's great feedback i can take it and we can do things with that so um, number, I think number one of the challenges, getting stuff out the door. Um, some people will say it's never too, uh, you know, you can never do it quick enough. And I'm very much of that concept. Um, get it out the door, get it in people's hands and test it and see what people's feedback is. Um, other significant challenges for me, you know, I think the startup community is, can be very lonely, um, you know, there was myself and another co-founder of Giggle who worked full time, but for various reasons, that person stepped away. So, you know, to be honest, I'm I'm the one that is all in. Um, and it can be a difficult and lonely space at times. Um, you know, I think my number one uh, recommendation is go and buy a pair of trainers. Um, because making sure you do some sport, whether it's running, you know, I find a lot of freedom in running and getting out there and being active. Um, and that helps get over those blue days where you realize you are literally working constantly. Um, so, but I think also away from that, I'm very fortunate that we're in Google's incubator program. So I have a network around me um, of people who would all in the same position. Um, so I would say, you know, whatever you can do is build a network and build a framework of support around you. Um, you know, even if that's just like, you know, I, I'm going to go and work in a specific coffee shop on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, when obviously when coffee shops are open, on, on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, and, and other people will be doing the same. And if they're an entrepreneur and starting their business, they will love to interact. Um, so I think that's another part of it. And I, th I think finally that the, the other big challenge has been the moving out of a, such a structured world. Like in, when I worked at a bank, you know, your diary would end up full of meetings. 
um, I control my day now, um, which is as structured or as unstructured as I want it to be. Um, you know, early early days, it was you know it wasn't particularly busy in terms of like meetings and product development, and it was and it was there was more time to think about what I was doing and where we were going. Now every day is a fourteen to sixteen hour day, and this to this this lovely chat with Lucy is one of probably five or six um meet meetings or, or google hangouts or exceptions that i have in my diary today so it will get very very busy um also as you start to have more international connections you know you end up working in many different time zones so i think very much embrace it um my recommendation would embrace it because ultimately it's fun but it's a challenger first working in an environment where you control the structure um yeah so don't watch midday tv that's not going to help <laughs> productivity killer that's good advice for everyone at the moment um <laughs> so i know you're you're really big on adapting to what's going on at the minute and rather than seeing it as a negative and something that can really hold you back keeping as productive as possible so how are you adapting to the current circumstances with the direction giggle is taking yeah this is this is an interesting one and and you know I, i've actually given it a, a lot of thought um you know I, I think the reality is there's two parts to this i think number one there's the human cost and and the current situation is horrendous and you know what our key workers are doing in the nhs etc is amazing um it, so if, if we take that element away completely um you know the world has kind of half switched off switched off um which is very very weird and, and certainly when you're a startup it's going to have massive impacts upon you know the amount of client interaction you have the amount of work that's getting done um you know where you are in your funding process etc um but the flip side to it and, and i think really for me is I, I see it as a big opportunity um the reality is for the last six months i've worked like 100 hours a week trying to you know, try proving concept you know as i said we've got a significant number of downloads we have 50 plus employers on the platform now and growing every day um but i've been going and going and going and, and what i've not had the opportunity to do is kind of stop and and reassess what we're doing what's worked really well what's not worked really well um and, and really take it from something that's moving quickly to something that can grow into something that moves quickly and is, and is also sustainable and, and really effective at what it does. So I think this has really kind of given me the time to do that. That there is no way I would have been able to spend seven hours going through a tech roadmap and looking at all our next development programming and planning. I would have been at events at a university in on a campus or going to meet an employer or running to meet an investor or whatever it would be and, and at no point would have i had the opportunity to stop and and think and go through things and i think that's a really big fundamental thing for me um you know we're going to come out of this corona situation with a better product um, as i said we've just hired two more developers today to work on all this, on the feedback that we've received from both the gigglers and the employer side, 
and improve our product. So we're going to come up with a better product. We're going to come out with a brand new website. We're coming out with all new sales and investment collateral, um, which has already happened um, and is already underway. You know, I think I, I'm a big believer in volatility creating opportunity. And you know, if people get to know me, you will hear me say that a lot. Um, <laughs> the two things I always say is ship, ship it, and volatility is opportunity. And, and the reason for that is this whole corona situation is volatility. Um, during this time, we have the help of a very senior tech developer who has been furloughed, um, who, number one, we couldn't afford until we've gone through a substantial funding round. And he just wouldn't have the time. And now suddenly he finds himself at home, bored, and working 100 hours a week on our development. Um, we have a phenomenal marketing person who's come on board who was the marketer in residence in a uh, an incubator an investment incubator program she's an absolute genius at b2b marketing and we have a b2c specialist and a b2c and a b2b sales specialist as well so we've managed to onboard four amazingly skilled people that are fundamentally going to impact upon the future of our business and they may only be with us with, for two or three months, but the reality is their impact will be huge and they will continue their conversations and their input when they go back to work and they'll end up with equity, et cetera. But had it not been for this situation, they would just never have had the time to be able to do that. Um, I also feel that we've gone out to a lot of our employers knowing that they're not busy in the same way and we're getting them to test our products and we're getting feedback, et cetera. So, you know, it's appreciating they don't that they now have the opportunity to have the conversations as well. So, as I say, I'm a massive believer in the glass being half full. Um, you know, I think one of one of the things I'm going to ask, I'm going to add to my interview questions going forward is, during Corona, what did you do? Um, you know, I, 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 I you know, the, there's going to be the people that will answer it and say they watched you know, all 29 series of box sets of friends or whatever it is. And, <laughs> and, the, and there's going to be the people that started a side hustle or the people that started a language or the people that learned to bake, you know, I will ask that as a question and I suspect it will become something, you know, what did you do during Corona? Um, I have a friend who is actually, he helps in the business as well. Um, but he is also, um, He's doing an MBA um, and he's decided to learn French and the piano at the same time. Um, and that's all during Corona. Like he's he's an, a, an overachiever. <laughs> but equally, you know, the question is, and, and the question is to everyone on the podcast is, after you've listened to this, if I ask you the question, what did you do during Corona? What's going to be the good answer? What are you going to say? Because I, I, you will never have an opportunity like this again. Absolutely. I think if we take your kind of mantra, you know, volatility is opportunity. Is that right? Is that what it is? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. That, that, that's that's effectively meaning it, that what that means is if nothing changes, then nothing changes. And volatility creates change and change creates opportunity. A hundred percent. And I think particularly entrepreneurs, I mean, really any professional or any, actually, you know, just honestly, anyone at the moment is really having to get comfortable with volatility. but entrepreneurs in general I think have to be comfortable with volatility generally 
when corona's over it's going to be as you say how did you make the most of your time how did you recover from it this volatility isn't going to go away it's just going to become a new kind of volatility in the future yeah be, you know be comfortable being uncomfortable um, I'm sure that's like on some kind of Instagram crappy post. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's and, good and advice, I'm sure, though. Yeah, ex ex exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. So, um, as a recruitment professional and an entrepreneur yourself, how do you think entrepreneurs can make the most of their time at the moment? How can we, so? Um, I think I've already touched upon the fact that, from my perspective. Um, I'm using it to reassess, you know, reassess what we're doing, where we're going. Um, we're pivoting on a bunch of elements in terms of not so much the overall concept, but certainly the usability of certain elements of, the, of Giggle. Um, so I think entrepreneurs can use the time to reassess what they're doing and, and to reflect upon what they're doing. Um, I would also say it's a great opportunity to get out there and do it. Like if, if you're on, if you're listening to this and you know, you're, you're going to finish this summer, um, at uni and you're thinking, you know, you know, God, you know, I don't have a graduate job sorted yet, or I don't have a job to go into. Number one, don't panic because you're literally like everyone. Um, and it's a tough hiring environment out there. And, and, you know, if you're looking for a part-time job down there, giggle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, you know, everyone appreciates that and knows that. And, and that's why the Corona question is going to be, you know, really important of what did you do during Corona? Um, I, I think that um, if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur and it's something that's been on your radar, right now the barriers to entry and the opportunity cost to you is the lowest it will ever be and i you know having been around in the industry for 15 years and been my own founder for the last two right now would be the best time to start a business um people are going to be going what's this idiot on about you know no one's hiring there's no very few businesses doing things so the answer is yeah you're correct no one's making any money so well in a startup, you're not going to make any money. So how about don't make any money when no one's making any money and then you've not left behind anything and therefore your opportunity cost is zero. So get up and get at it is what I would definitely say is my number. Number one recommendation. Also, I think there's some crazy statistic that something like 70 or 80% of unicorns, last, the companies that became billion dollar companies last year were founded just in the year following the credit crunch. So last time there was a massive downturn. The upside to it is the potential going forward is significant. Um, so if you have a company, now's a great time to reassess what you're doing and where you're going. If you don't have a company, but you're thinking about having a company, now is a great time to roll your sleeves up and get at it. And if you think you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to try things out, now is also a great time to reach out to companies and offer your services, you know, offer or ask for experience. You know, the reality is if you're a student and you're going to look at getting a summer job, um, that they might be much harder to get as, than they would have historically been. Um, you know, we have a number of summer jobs already being listed on Giggle, but I would say we probably have 
40% of what we should have right now. Um, we have a lot of employers that are listed and are registered to post. It's just, you know, the reality is their restaurants aren't open, their shops aren't open, their um, holiday parks aren't open. And as soon as they open, then bang, they'll, cut, they'll go live on the platform. Um, so to come back to it, your opportunity cost is, you know, getting work experience and learning about business is the lowest it's ever going to be. You know, if, if you're struggling to find a summer job to earn over the summer, then use that to get the experience because that will make you much more employable. And to come back to what did you do, what did you do during Corona? If the, if the answer is, well, I couldn't find a job over the summer, or the answer is, actually, I reached out to a bunch of startups and I got an internship with startup X, Y, or Z. Trust me, there's one answer that stands out for me as, as an employer. Absolutely. And I think it's not just necessarily with recruiters. I think you're absolutely right that recruiters are going to want to know what you did to make the most of this time, even if it's not professional, you know, saying that you started learning a new musical instrument or you became conversational in a new language that's going to show initiative it's going to show that you can pick up skills it's going to show that you have a positive outlook it's a it's a really good opportunity to kind of showcase yourself as a person not only as an employee um, but pivoting slightly how do you think investors will change what they're looking for post coronavirus if at all um yes <laughs> That's interesting. I was actually on a on a webinar the other day that I got invited to speak on, um, and it was literally to do with the investment environment of Corona right now. Um, I th I think um, ultimately investors will be will always look for um, companies that have a really strong idea or product that have a really strong team that are highly committed uh, and ultimately that have also put it out there and proven it will work um, that's what investors will always look for those three things um, and and that's something then becomes investable um, you know i'm not going to hide it we are now we've done those three things and we're going out the door and raising an investment round right now um, had corona not come along it would have been slightly better for us but you know you, you play to your strengths and you play to the opportunity in the market and the reality is we have those three things and that will make us investable um you know what will investors look for outside of those three things i think there'll be a, a huge influx into um kind of medical related investments um which is is interesting there's a lot of startups flying around right now that valuations have gone crazy because of it. Um, but, you know, I think the other thing is investors, certainly when they're looking at seed round, seed stage or angel round or, or, you know, the kind of, you know, you've built a startup and you need to go and raise three or 400,000 pounds, et cetera, to scale. Um, they should be looking at a five-year time horizon. I can tell you they're looking at a five-year five time horizon. So what happens on a macro or micro level right now is going to be very different to where things are in five years. Um, so, you know, the, the answer is um, they, they should be looking and they will be looking at a longer time horizon. So that comes back to the original element of 
do you have a good business? Do you have a good team? Do you have a good idea? And have you proven it? And if you've got all of those, you know, Corona's horrendous, but in a year, it will be a very different world again. A hundred percent. I think as a last question, uh, given that you are also, you're an entrepreneur, but you're also a recruitment professional and you run a recruitment app. How do you think that people can keep themselves employable at the minute? So not just our entrepreneurial listeners, but our, um, our listeners who want to stay employable throughout this crisis. What do you think they can be doing? Um, so, so we can talk about skills development. Um, you know, for example, actually, I, I can, there's a good answer for this straight away. Sorry for waffling for a second. Um, That's all right. If, if any of your students are, are looking for a legal internship or any of them are, are from law backgrounds or want to go into law, one of our employers is actually going to do a, um, a webinar on Thursday and they're going to hire two summer interns to be remote based um, legal interns for a global shipping company. Um, I will send you after this a link because I forgot all about it till now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I will send you a link and you can send it around all your students um, with a link to the webinar. And I'm not sure if the job's posted on Giggle, but it, if it isn't yet, it will be. And you can apply on Giggle and there's two summer internship positions for a legal internship at a global shipping company. Now, I don't know the legal space particularly well, but apparently this is like gold dust to get an internship and also to get a legal internship, but also in this environment, the fact that he's willing, the, the, the legal manager is willing to do remote based one apparently is crazy. So, and that's why we're doing a webinar on it. So get work experience, however you can, if it's remote based, it's remote based. Um, learn skills, however you can. Um, I had a really interesting conversation with a couple of interns that applied to us the other day because um, I said we've just hired two tech developers and I had two or three that, that they had the whole conversation about you know how can I get the skills if I can't get the work experience and my answer was well you know the reality is you can stick an app in the app store right now you can stick an app in the play store right now you know build it test it play with it so m one of my answers is you know if you're a developer go and develop if you're in if you're in marketing go and do some marketing you know reach out to companies or you know find the top 10 companies that you like that you follow on instagram and linkedin and, and facebook etc put together a marketing proposal and send it to them you know those kind of people as an entrepreneur we absolutely bloody love people that come and, and come with ideas and concepts rather than just wanting a job it's like wow you know you you've come with something rather than coming to ask for something that's next level that is you know i cannot over you know i cannot say that enough um so use the time to get work experience um if you want legal work experience we've spoken about um to get technical experience i.e you don't need to work in a company to stick an app in the app store to open up a, sh a shop on eBay to whatever it is that's, that's relevant. You know, you can get that experience very easily. Um, you can also learn about the industries you're looking to go into. 
Um, there's lots of webinars, there's lots of tutorials and all kinds of things right now. We're seeing lots and lots. Um, and then finally, pitch yourself. You know, go to companies that you think you can add value to. If they don't want to listen to you, you don't really want to work there, trust me. Um, whoever, whenever people come to giggle with ideas or concepts, I will give them time to talk to them about it, to see where their mind is. Because if, the, if we don't have the space right now, I will make space for those kind of people in the future. Um, and I think the final thing is, look, it's a tough time right now. Um, you know, it is what it is, but make the best of it. This is a huge opportunity that you won't ever have again. Um, if hopefully you will never have again. Um, so look, have a good summer. Enjoy the weather. It's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of that. L learn lots, get lots of experiences, stay safe. Um, but you know, amongst, amongst everything, you know, live life. I think one of the big things for me right now is like I purposely stop at lunchtime and go for a walk for half an hour. I have not done that for like a year. So, you know, I, I think for me, appreciate that as well. I think that's lovely advice. That's a really great note to finish on. So thank you so much, Dan, for being here and sharing your insights with us. Um, how can our listeners find out more about you and about Giggle? Uh, that's a good, um, so we are in, so Giggle, the app is in both the App Store and the Play Store. And it's Giggle, which is G-I-G-L. Um, we also are on Facebook um, under Giggle and Get Giggle. Our, our website is www.getgiggle.com, um, which, yeah, you, and you can find us through there. And, and equally, if anyone has any questions, anyone wants to follow up with me, you can email me and it's just dan at getgiggle.com. I'll happily have a chat to you and, um, you know, love your input. If anyone wants to download the app and have a play and give us feedback, it's what we love to hear. Um, and equally, if anyone needs any help or direction, I have a massive network of startups. If people are looking for a specific type of job in a specific type of startup, if you have it in my network, I'll happily introduce you. That's wonderful. Thank you, Dan. That's really generous. And I do honestly really encourage everyone to download Giggle because if you are looking for any kind of experience at the minute, Giggle is probably one of the places you're most likely to find it. So if you're looking for work, really recommend that. So thank you to everyone for listening to this episode of the Birkbeck Futures podcast from your careers, enterprise and employability team. You can find out more about our services and how to contact us at bbk.ac.uk slash futures. Join us next time for more content and advice on UK startups and enterprise. Bye for now.